This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another show, for another episode of our Raw Reaction series, the Arsenal Transfer Show, our daily 8 a.m. episode every single day. You join us for episode 74 of the transfer window, or specifically our transfer window. It's only been around 30-ish days over since, of course, the, the transfer window began back in June. Uh, Continental window has now been open for around 16 days, and yet Arsenal still have only made one signing. Um, we move, though, into more outs, of course. We have made and confirmed another possible transfer out today, which we'll talk about in a second, but I hope you're doing good this morning, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in. So many of you already waking up to watch the show every single day, making it part of your day routine is fantastic so please do drop a like on the video and if you are new drop a subscription we are now less than 100 subscribers away from 25,000 so please do hit that subscription button if you are new to the channel and help us on our way to getting there it's been a crazy journey uh, with some exciting stuff to come fingers crossed as well it never stops um so please do smash the likes and uh, hit that subscribe button as well and hit that notification bell so you never miss a show let's crack on with the show and our first story which is William Saliba has now officially left Arsenal. He moves to Marseille on loan for the rest of the season. No option to buy, no obligation to purchase clauses in the contract whatsoever. It is a straight loan um, for him to move there for the year. And of course, we have talked about this a lot. We've talked about this so much on the channel recently, uh, whether or not this is a good idea, how we feel about the whole situation. I talked about it a lot yesterday when the news was actually announced. I did a show around him and one of our other transfer targets supposedly too. Uh, so if you want to see kind of my extended thoughts on that, please make sure you go onto yesterday's show and click on uh, yesterday's Let's Talk Arsenal show. And we talk a lot about it. I'll get a lot of your thoughts um, in the comment section at the end when we go for our Q&A section. So if you've got any specific questions on Saliba, make sure you save those up 
for the end of the show. Let's move on to our next possible out, though, and Hector Bellerin, once again, uh, seems to be in the moving in the right direction towards the moves to Inter Milan. Personal terms between him and Inter are reported to be completely agreed now, and it is now just a case continually of Arsenal and Inter Milan agreeing the style of deal that they want to get done. There was hope yesterday that maybe Inter Milan have been a little bit more open to taking Bellerin permanently, whether or not that ends up happening is still yet to be seen. And there is still a lot to convince Inter Milan to take in this deal on a permanent basis. But the feeling is, is that he will still leave the club this summer. It most likely will be to Inter Milan. And it most likely will be, fingers crossed anyway, for a permanent deal to the Italian club to be their replacement for Ashraf Hakimi. One that I think we all want to see done. And as soon as we do see Bellerin leave, it is very much more likely that we will see Arsenal linked to more right-backs going forwards, whether or not those reports end up being credible and true. Of course, it would be very easy to start linking the club to right back. So we have to think about that as well. We then move on to uh, Granite Xhaka. Now, this is obviously a story we have covered at length. I feel like half, at least half of the shows of the 74 that we've done, we have talked about Granite Xhaka. And one of the things about Granite Xhaka and the deal with him and Roma has always been that while personal terms have never been an issue, for Arsenal to agree this deal with Roma, the price has been the sticking point. But supposedly yesterday there has been breakthroughs. The supposedly Arsenal have moved further away from what they were standing towards and have come to some kind of middle ground between the two clubs. A specific figure is still kind of conflicted. There were multiple reports about possibly 17.5 with a 2.5 add-on. There was a 15 million report with a 2.5 add-on. So there are still we are still kind of waiting for real confirmation on what the final fee will be, but it does seem to me that some movement has happened in both directions for both Roma and Arsenal to come to an agreement on this deal. He is still very much Jose Mourinho's number one target, and uh, you can see that he wants to get this deal done, which is obviously fantastic news for Arsenal going forwards. Thank you ever so much, T-Talks, for becoming a new member of the channel. I hope you enjoy the exclusive content that you get a hold of, and if you are indeed an expert member now, join up to our Discord server as well, and I'm sure our members will welcome you in the chat box. I can see that they already are. They're a great group of people, aren't they? Uh, moving on to our next story, and Alexandre de Lacazette, uh, French striker, formerly of Lyon, has been around at the club for quite a while, and his position at the club has been very much debated by the fan base and whether or not we should continue with him. Now, Arsenal have been linked to a striker yesterday, uh, which, of course, was Tammy Abraham. And this has thrown up the possibility of Alexandre Lacazette moving on to another club. And it's a tricky one for Arsenal because you would think that the money that you would get for a 30-year-old striker that's not homegrown, that's got a year left on his contract, isn't going to be particularly high. And the fee that Chelsea are asking for for Tammy Abraham is around the £40 million mark. Reports that came out yesterday saying that Arsenal would try to use Lacazette to, to bring in some extra funds in order to push for a deal for Abraham. Whether or not these have credibility to them, we'll still have to be wait and see. But the interest from Arsenal seems to be pretty legit. Both the Telegraph and the Beautiful Game podcast did uh, inform everyone yesterday that Arsenal do indeed have interest in Abraham of Chelsea. Again, if you want to know my kind of extended thoughts on Abraham, do go check out the show that we did yesterday afternoon uh, and we talked about Abraham and we talked about Saliba and we talked about kind of the debate around him about how 
I think personally, anyway, a lot of people just say immediately no, just because he plays for Chelsea without actually taking into account anything else. Just the fact that we've obviously taken on David Luiz, Willian, Czech in the past and it's not worked out doesn't mean that the next one doesn't work out. And I would never, ever write off a player just because of the club that they come from. It's very important that you analyse and individualistically look at the player rather than assessing them based upon the club that they play for, because um, it's important to make sure you do that. But as I said, we won't go into too much detail about Abraham, because all of that information is in yesterday's show. So please do make sure you go and check that out. Moving on to Hussein Awar, uh, the French midfielder, according to Julien Laurent of, uh, of ESPN and, and places such as this. Uh, he reported yesterday that uh, Spurs have indeed entered the race for Hussein Awar. Uh, which does conflict with plenty of people yesterday saying that a deal had been done with Arsenal, that personal terms, figures have been agreed, all of this stuff that, of course, is not true. Um, but Spurs have, indeed, what is true about this situation, entered into the race to sign Awar. Uh, and in regards to uh, Arsenal's interest in him, whilst it lingers, as I said before, I would be very, um, very, very kind of hesitant on the idea of Hussein Alwar coming to Arsenal based upon the inconsistencies in his game, based upon the fact that he needs to improve his, his kind of attitude towards matches. And obviously, I don't really want another passenger in the Arsenal team. We've had that for too long with Meza Ozil. And for me anyway, I think it's important that Arsenal move for a player that's going to give you consistent performances, a player that's going to drag you out of the mud at times. And I'm not sure that Awar is that type of player, which is why I'm more than happy to see Spurs end up getting him. Maybe he proves me wrong at Spurs and I look like an absolute fool, but I'm dying on this hill at the moment of Awar. Um, but the news is that Spurs have indeed entered the race for him and will enter discussions. But he does seem to want, he wants like a big club. Um, and this isn't obviously me just bashing Spurs for the sake of it. But when you think about the links when we were linked to him in 2020 and he was looking at more towards Real Madrid and Juventus, to see the teams and the clubs and the managers and the players that have been turning down Spurs, Jules Kunder and Antonio Conte, for example, why Awar would suddenly open up to the idea of going to Spurs when those players have just completely said no. I'd be surprised if he went to either Spurs or Arsenal uh, next season. I think he may end up at like a Juventus, but we will wait and see. Twin Coop Miners is our last story of the day. Uh, obviously, the Dutch midfielder has been someone that I know a lot of you have wanted to see Arsenal linked with. And the day has finally arrived in which Twin Coop Miners has indeed been linked to Arsenal. According to De Telegraph uh, in uh, Holland, not Holland, we should importantly say not Holland, in the Netherlands, because I learned the other day that Holland is only actually a small part of the Netherlands. And it's uh, a very common myth that you don't call it Holland because it's not the same thing. So the Netherlands and the Dutch midfielder, uh, the outlet there, De, Te De Telegraph, has said that Arsenal are one of the teams very much interested in him. There was a report about a month ago that he was closing in on a move to Atalanta in Serie A. That's gone very quiet. That never actually came to fruition, whether or not there was issues behind the scenes with that deal or if there just simply wasn't movement on it. Um, we will, we don't really know the reason why it broke down, but it it did seemingly break down because there was no movement on that. RZ Alkmaar have already looking like they've lost at least two. They've already lost Calvin Stengs uh, to Nice. They look like they're going to be losing Myron Boadu to Monaco. So they would be then losing Toyn Coop Miners as well. It's a lot of quality being lost on that RZ team. Owen Vindale, another left back at that club that could end up leaving them this summer as well. 
They will want a decent fee for him. They won't want to lose their players on the cheap so that they can reinvest that money into the squad next season. But of course, all the clubs on the all the clubs on the continent are dealing with the effects of the pandemic. So any kind of financial injection will be welcomed. If Arsenal go out and get Toyin Coop, might as well be happy. I'd be a lot more happy with him playing for me than someone like an Awar being brought in. I know that they're different players, but for me, they would both play in that central midfield role alongside Thomas Partey in a 4-3-3. Uh, I think the benefit of Toyin Koopman is coming in is that he could also play in a 4-2-3-1 alongside Thomas Partey as well. His versatility allows that for a deep-lying playmaker like himself. Um, I wouldn't class him as an out-and-out number six. I wouldn't class him in the same way as I class Basuma as out-and-out number six. But for me... I think he's a really interesting player, really good passer of the ball. It would definitely kind of uh, fill that void left by Granite Xhaka. He can score goals. He scored plenty of goals for RZ and he's a set-piece specialist as well. So plenty of really interesting stuff um, about him. But yeah, the rumours about him going to Atalanta have gone exceptionally quiet over the last month and maybe a deal that has opened up the possibility of a club like Arsenal now coming in for him uh tono thank you so much for becoming a member mate much appreciated see you in the chat box quite a lot and great to see that you've made the step up to become a member welcome to the team i'm sure that our members will make you feel very very welcome in the chat box as always group of legends that they all are and so that finishes off all of our uh targets today and all of our news and we do move on to the second part of the show which is of course getting your thoughts and feelings in the chat box so if you have got a question that you would like to ask please make sure you throw that into the chat box now and we're going to go through as many as possible right now let's go for iffy who says uh arsenal should get coop miners or and Sabitzer as the possible two midfielders. Is that an upgrade on what we've already got? I think Coop Miners has still got to kind of improve a bit to, to oust Xhaka's kind of performances on a Premier League level, but he certainly has the potential to be able to do that. Sabitzer definitely, for me, improves us. His versatility is great. His quality is great. His experience at 27 is really good. I've been played for RB Leipzig for a really long time now. And obviously, I haven't played for Red Bull Salzburg. Can't forget to mention that. Um, but I think both of them would be excellent signs for Arsenal should they do it. Rahil, price tag on Coop Miners. There's been nothing in regards to how much he would cost. Um, I will do a quick Google for you in terms of kind of reported fees. Um, but we're looking here at a report that he would be available for around 20 million euros, which is very, very uh, decent and very definitely certainly affordable in terms of Arsenal. So it would not be a lot uh, is what it would be. 20 million euros is the reported figure for Coop Miners. Uh, I should let you know that uh, there will be another show later on today. There should be two shows for you guys today uh, in addition to this one. Uh, one, I'm hoping to be a tactical breakdown on one of the three targets, be it Coop Miners, uh, be it Sam Johnston or be it Tammy Abraham, depending on when I get back the expert insight on those. And there should be a five... Uh, around uh, probably after 5 p.m. in the evening Q&A show for you guys as well. So make sure that you are subbed to get all of that content as well. Mahedi um, says, I think Arsenal is serious for Neves. If we can't get him, we will go for Basuma. Interestingly, Mahedi, they are different players. Neves is more of your number eight central midfielder. Basuma is more of your number six CDM. But... If Arsenal were to go and get one of them, I'd prefer Basuma, but why not go and get both? I genuinely think that Arsenal have got the scope and the the need is more importantly to talk about the need to go and get 
two central midfielders and one of them being a lot more disciplined in their position. Uh, Ray Pearson says, Tom, why are they not bringing in players now to give them time to gel with the rest of the team, not like Partey last year? It's a good question, Ray, and we are obviously growing ever more frustrated and concerned that there is a lack of movement on certain positions. I do think ultimately there is partly to do with the fact that Arsenal need to move players on before they can bring players in. This isn't due to a financial thing. It's not to the fact that we don't have the money to buy players. It's because we need to be assured of ourselves that the players that we've got are going to go. That's why you're not seeing any right-backs coming yet because we've got three and Bellerin going may open that door up. We haven't got rid of Granit Xhaka yet. Once we've done that, we can bring a centre midf- center midfielder in. Once we move on certain players, then we can start thinking about the players that we need to then bring in from the club. But until we do that, that's why I think you're seeing a little bit of a delay in the amount of incomings that we're seeing, which is a shame. And it's a criticism of the club that they've not done that quick enough as of yet. I think for some players, we do need to just cut ties. I know that we want to change the perception about how the club sells players and what kind of we are perceived as a club that can be taken advantage of for our players. But I think this summer is, there's too much Deadwood this summer for me to think about changing the perception of how we sell our team. So I think that we are going to have to be, you know, sensible and realistic about selling players. And it is going to be, it's going to mean making a loss once again this summer on players that we sell. But next summer should be really the target of when we try and change how we sell players. I mean, you look at Chelsea, they've just sold one of their young players that's never played for the club to Crystal Palace for 15 to 20 million quid. Amazing business. And Arsenal just haven't got the capacity to do that yet because teams know that we can be taken advantage of and we will not hold for for big fees like Chelsea will because Chelsea don't have to. Chelsea don't have to sell these players. They can hold on to them. They can just loan them out if they want to because they've already got a really great squad assembled. So we need to get to that stage. We need to work out how we get there. I don't think it's going to be done this specific summer window. Amandeep says, with most of our outgoing links being loan moves uh, and Cronkies will not spend to put money into the club, do you fear the worst for this season? Not yet, Amandeep. I'm not going to start fearing the worst until we've got a genuine assessment of the business that we get done at the start of the season. Ask me in the week ahead of the first game, then I'll have a better answer for you. Uh, Samuel says, Tom, if the Premier League club was to achieve an undefeated season with a better win and draw record than the Invincibles, would you concede it's a greater feat given the improved level seen in football? Um, in terms of an undefeated season, uh, win or draw records, I mean, Arsenal are the only teams who have done it. If a team then repeats that feat and improves on that record, then of course, that's an improved feat upon that. It won't ever stop it being not the first Premier League uh, kind of situation whereby there was no big fees being played for players, that it was all still very controlled, that it was a crafted squad, it wasn't bought and it was kind of cultivated under Arsene Wenger. That in itself is an amazing achievement, whereas it was it to be done now by, say, a Manchester City, it would be a little bit more hollow than the same achievement of Arsenal, but it would still be an achievement all the same. And if they were to do it with a better record, you have to say they'd be a better team, which is completely fine. It's about competition. It's not about being salty and stubborn about your achievements. Stephen Foote says, Hi, Tom. Sorry for my tardiness. Great show on Harry's channel last night. No problem, Stephen, for your tardiness whatsoever. And thank you. Much appreciate that. It was a really good chat with Harry and Jess yesterday. Uh, Bro Pro says, We are going to go to the Sunderland storyline, aren't we? It's a little bit extreme, um, but, you know, never say never. Uh, Mr. Harrison Carnaby says, Great content as, always, uh, content as always, Tom. See, I can't even get your comment out. Harrison, uh, thank you so much for the comment, Nate. The consecutive show streak has earned 
send you a big holiday after the window closes. Speaking of which, I am actually going on holiday next week. I go to the Peak District from Monday to Friday. I am going to Endeavour still to keep up your 8 a.m. shows. We'll see how it goes. It depends what the uh, uh, the internet's like in the place. I'm going to be packing the Ethernet cables, packing the uh, the equipment up, making sure it's all there, still trying to give you your 8 a.m. shows. Uh, I can't promise there'll be more than that because uh, I am a holiday. But uh, the 8 a.m. shows, I'm going to try my absolute hardest to uh, get you guys. So make sure that you uh, hold that. I might pre-plan some content for you guys as well. Um, but it may not be live, of course, because I'll have to pre-plan it. Um, but uh, I'm going to try my best to get you some live content whilst I still am on holiday. Because, you know, I'm a madman and I'm obsessed with Arsenal and I'm non-stop. Uh, Mohit says, hi, Tom. Should we pay out Willian and release him uh, as no one is interested in buying him and it'll just be a waste of team space? No. And the reason why is because he's on a £7.2 million per year contract. I'm not willing to pay out 15-odd million quid of Willian's contract to just get rid of him. Um, I understand about using up a space in the squad, but £15 quid to pay off a player, that's too much. We need to find an agreement. We need to find a middle ground. We need to find a club to take him. Uh, And that's... Pretty much it about where I see it. Um, Tom says, uh, can we expect tactical breakdown of any goalkeeper? Yes, you can, Anish. I'm planning on trying to do one for Sam Johnston. So watch this space. Jasmine says, Tom, could it be the market needs movements for smaller slash easier deals to go through before creating dominoes for a lot of the bigger deals? Jasmine, that is always a possibility that some deals need to happen first before others can take place. From an Arsenal perspective, though, I think the dominoes are very much for us to move players on before we think about moving players in. Uh, seven mil per year, lower says Checkpo, which is pretty much how we feel about Willian's contract situation. Uh, yep, obsessed like all of us, mate. Absolutely. Uh, Manuel Leclerc says, uh, or Manu says, maybe we just pay uh, the contract to the guy who signed the Willian deal, which, of course, was very much heavily involved with Edu and Raul Sanyehi as well. Stephen Foote says, I think garlic is going to become a vital cog in the transfer mechanics. What are your thoughts? Again, uh, again, I think that he is very much integrated into the contract negotiations. I think he's also someone who would grab the wrist of Edu and just kind of stop him from making some impulsive decisions, make him stop, think, reflect on whether or not that's the right choice, not doing another Willian, not doing another Runnison but also pushing forward deals like Partey, like Gabriel, like Erdogan, like Ryan, all of these guys, like renewing players like uh, Saka, Smith-Rowe, and uh, and all these other guys. Um, Matt G in the chat says, what gets the biggest backlash? Hold on a Professional, as always, muting your mic whenever you want to sneeze. Um, (laughs) Sorry, Matt says, uh, what gets the biggest backlash for going on holiday? Edu or me well i mean i am i think what it's important to talk about i know there was a lot of backlash when it came down to edu and uh, the situation in which we found ourselves uh, criticizing a man going on holiday uh, previously he's then gone away for uh, is it raul sanyehi i think it's something to do with him and uh, kia jarabjin his agent the thing is, is that these guys can work while they're away there is a big team and like one day off even when you're working, it's not a bad thing. And I think people are overreacting at that 100%. Um, but for me, I'll be working when I'm on holiday. Um, and uh, if I can do it, 
Edu can definitely do it with the resources that he's got. So, uh, so there you go. Uh, Manu says, why are we not seeing more of the right side of loans with an option for Arsenal? I would take Tammy or Awar on loan with an option. Don't know for the selling club. And that's the thing is I'm not sure the selling clubs are willing to do those types of deals. So something that we've got to think about for sure. Um, Rahil says, I seen Football London page on Twitter. They are saying Coop Miner's price tag is £15 million, which is around the 20 million euro kind of mark. So that pretty much falls in line with what uh, with what we want. So there we go. Uh, Twin Coop Miner's looks a bit like me. Wow. I mean, I don't know if that's a, a compliment or not. So uh, I'll take it. I think that's a funny place to end today's show. Sorry that it hasn't been a long one. I am planning on doing a couple more for you guys. So please make sure you tune in. I will see you a little bit later on today. It's been an absolute pleasure to speak to you guys as always. Please make sure you drop a like on the video and subscribe to the channel if you're new around here with those notifications turned on so you never miss a show. See you soon, guys. And as always, up in the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your delivery. You in? At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable. Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.